What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. Today is Thursday, January the 11th. <coughs> Excuse me, in the year of the Lord 2024. This is episode 999. That's right, nine times, 999 of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me at the end of the show today or at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Man, I really haven't talked at all this morning until right now. Man, my voice, uh, we had a big Kinston game last night against Southwest Oslo, uh, uh, four games last night. So uh, you might be able to hear in my voice a little bit, uh, ah, a little rough this morning. What do you think, Keith Spence? Arr, 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 arr. Oh, We've got another great show for you here today, and boy, is it jam-packed. This is a crazy, crazy, crazy week. Our first week back, <laughs> Mickey Weatherington, thank you, said he uh, messaged me and says, I sound like I'm speaking German, 999, yeah. Well, you know what, ni- hey, Mickey, you know what, nine, nine times, come on now, somebody message me and tell me what movie that's from, and uh, you'll win... Uh, my respect and admiration. How's that? Pam Sheffield. You know what that movie were that movie's from nine times. Okay. I need somebody to uh, help me out there. So, uh, Mickey Spence, uh, Greg Clemens, you're too old. Greg Clemens. You probably don't know what movie it was in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell you you're too old, man. I know he's having a rough morning after what happened to his Wolfies last night in Raleigh, but you know what? We'll get to all that. Let me tell you, we have got a, Great show today. It is jam-packed. We have a ton of guests. One, two, three, four guests, and then John and Jonathan at the end. So uh, six guests all together. This is, this is crazy. Uh, how are we going to fit it all in? By God, I don't know, but we'll do it. Listen, uh, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line here in the first hour will be two of the head coaches that will be participating in the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase on Saturday at Kinston High School. About 20 minutes into this first hour, uh, about uh, about 15 minutes or so from now, one of our favorite people, man. I know he's one of your favorites, too. He's the former head coach of the Kinston Vikings. He's been the head coach of the Wilmington Ashley Screaming Eagle. That's right. It's singular. It's not plural. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, he's got to bring me some gear this weekend or, uh, or uh, Saturday because I don't have any Wilmington Ashley Screaming Eagle gear. But Wells Gulledge will be joining us here. Uh, like I said, in about 15 minutes or so on our Spence Automotive guest line. And then about 45 minutes into this first hour, we're going to be joined by the head coach of Goldsboro High School, former Kenston star Jamal Kroom. He's just doing some incredibly great things over at Goldsboro. His Cougars are going to be taking on Kenston in the final game of Saturday's MLK event. It's going to be fun to catch up with him today, too. Uh, good guy, very good guy, was just a uh, – Heck of a player for uh, for Coach Gulledge and uh, Coach Tyndall over at Kenston High School back in the mid-2000s and has been the head coach over at Goldsboro now for several years. Like I said, just doing great things over there too. Uh, but uh, Wells Gulledge, Jamal Kroom uh, here in our first hour, then in our second hour, around the 15-minute mark or so, we're going to be joined by the architect of uh, Saturday's Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase. It's Brandon's dad, Donald Ingram. He's going to get us caught up on all the great things that are going to be going on Saturday. Get you ready for that event. And there are a lot of great things. Um, Six games that are going to be going on. We'll go through that schedule here in a little bit. Um, He's going to have, like, shoes on sale, uh, a bunch of shoes for, like, a third off what you would normally pay for. Hey, don't get it twisted. I'm going to get my butt out there uh, early on uh, Saturday, too. I'm working it, obviously. I'm going to be doing the PA for all the games. 
But uh, I'm going to have to find me a couple pairs of shoes out there. He's going to have all kinds of great gear. There's going to be Brandon Ingram MLK event uh, logoed stuff. So uh, get out there and check that out early. But like I said, Donald will be joining us in that uh, second hour, about the 15-minute mark. And then on top of all that, one of my favorite people in the world, WRNS sales executive to the stars, Jason Bryant. He's going to be joining us sometime here in this first hour, probably about 45 minutes or so, probably by the time we get Coach Kroom up on the line with us and he's going to stay with us all the way until the birthday game in the second hour and help me co-host and we've got a ton of stuff to talk about there and like i said including the brandon ml brandon ingram mlk showcase let's let's get to that here in a second i do want to uh tell her hey linda whittington said pam messaged and said ferris bueller's day off ding 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 we have a winner Pam Sheffield, you are absolutely right. Uh, when Ferris said skip class, skip school nine times, that's what uh, the principal says. Uh, yeah, great movie, man. One of, up until I was, I don't know, 20, 21, 22 years old, that was probably my favorite movie of all time. And uh, still up there, still ranks high up there. I love me some uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Good job, Pam Sheffield. I'll tell you what, you've got my love and admiration and respect I don't know what that'll uh, what that means tangibly for you financially, but uh, but know that you have that, Pam. Okay, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, man, what a great movie. Okay, uh, the breaking news yesterday, and I tell you what, we'll get. Uh, I may end up talking to every coach and definitely Jason about this when he comes on. But man, what a day of coaching! Uh, two of the greatest coaches in football history, and probably one of them in college football history yesterday as uh as uh alabama head football coach nick saban announces his retirement and i tell you what man that was just talk about shocking news and he's one of those guys that you just think is never going to uh never going to leave i mean why would he i mean he's got perennially year in year out the best or one of the three or four best college programs in America at Alabama has done just a tremendous job there. Six national titles there. He won another national title at, uh, I believe it was at LSU. Just an amazing coach. And I was driving, I was on my way to the uh, Kinston games last night when the news broke. And uh, it's one of those things, you know, I mean, especially as sports fans, maybe not to not to you, Pam Sheffield, but uh, people like me and Spence and Mickey Weatherington and Ricky Whaley and guys that are, uh, you know, big, big sports fans. We're going to remember where we were when we heard that uh, Nick Saban had uh, announced his retirement. And I can tell you, like I said, I was on my way to the Kinston game and it just came across on, you know, how everything does now breaks on your phone and then you turn on the radio and. That's all they talked about last night and all night last night was uh, Nick Saban. And that trumped. I wonder how mad Pete Carroll is uh, because Pete Carroll got fired by uh, Seattle yesterday, and that was the big news of the day. I mean, uh, a guy who won a Super Bowl for the Seattle Seahawks who uh, took him to another Super Bowl. They probably should have won that one. Um, and and his news gets trumped. It almost reminds me of when the day Michael Jackson died however many years ago that was. And I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but there was another big name that died that day too. That was definitely big. And when I was coming up, uh, uh, I was going to put it out there for a test, but maybe I'll wait till uh, Jason gets in here. If he's not listening right now, but Farrah Fawcett died on the exact same day that, uh, Michael Jackson did. It was announced a few hours before him, before it came out that he had passed away. And everybody was just heartbroken. I mean, just it was big news. It was the big news of the day. And then, of course, Michael Jackson dies. And that just absolutely trumped everything that, uh, you know, I mean, Farrah Fawcett just kind of faded into the background then after that. And I hated that because I thought she deserved her roses too. Uh, and kind of like the same deal with yesterday. Pete Carroll gets fired. And, I mean, that's the big news. Oh, my God. Here's, you know, the, the oldest coach in the NFL, although he doesn't look like it. But just a great coach, and uh, everybody's just respecting him, wondering what's going to happen next with him. And then the Nick Saban news comes down, and it just, uh, like I said, just totally trumped everything. Uh, poor Pete Carroll went from being on the front page of uh, ESPN.com and everybody else to uh, kind of being just another sidebar. But, uh, man, just just incredible. Just incredible there that uh, Nick Saban, 
who I still think, I mean, he was at the top of his game. Maybe he had slid a little bit. I mean, Georgia had, you know, won two straight national championships, SEC titles. But Nick Saban trumped him, beat him in the SEC championship, made it to the CFP. And I wonder how much of that factored into his decision. But uh, already, here's the thing that got me, already players decommitting from uh, Alabama with the news that uh, Saban's gone. And if Alabama wants to uh, keep these players, they are going to have to do their best to uh, keep uh, get somebody named there quickly, because I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be really really uh, it's going to be bad for Alabama if they don't get another person there. Jacques Pasolek jumps in here and says too much uncertainty with the roster from year to year is the main reason he wants to hang it up now. I agree with that, Jacques. You're right. You're absolutely right. It almost smacked of, uh, it it gave me, and I've not heard anybody else say this, uh, but it kind of reminded me a little bit about Roy Williams when he resigned a few years ago, uh, or what, two, three seasons ago now. What Time runs together, as y'all know. And uh, and I respect old Roy. I mean, y'all know I'm not a Carolina fan, but I do like me some Roy Williams. But uh, I... uh, I don't know, man. It just it smacked up the same thing that happened with Roy Williams that, you know, he just got tired of the, you know, of all the mess. I mean, it, <laughs> and I don't blame him. I really don't blame him, but it just, uh, Roy Williams, I thought was doing a great job. I know Carolina people whined about him all the time, but I thought he was doing a pretty good job there. And he stepped down when I thought he still had another national championship or two in him. And the same thing with uh, Nick Saban. I thought he had another national championship or two in him, too, probably three or four. Uh, But Jacques, you're right. And then Keith King, uh, thank you for uh, jumping in here, Keith. He sends me a message, and he says three words, Dabo to Alabama. Dude, that is so funny, Keith. That's exactly what I was saying up in the crow's nest last night at, uh, at the Kenson High game. To me, he's the uh, the next natural guy. I mean, he is a former, if I remember correctly, Dabo walked on at Alabama. Uh, and I think if I remember correctly, somebody help me out with this. This might be when I need to have some of our a- ACC experts on. But I think I remember hearing that uh, that's in his contract, that, da- that Dabo doesn't have to do a buyout, doesn't have to do anything if he gets the Alabama job. Now, I could be completely wrong on that and just hallucinating, but Keith, uh, that that to me is the next natural progression. Dabo, you know, had a tough season at Clemson this year, uh, some back and forth with uh, some fans and stuff. My only thing is he thought he thinks Clemson is tough, and yes, he's won national championships there and has done a great job, uh, Dabo has, at, uh, at Clemson. Man, at the Alabama job is <laughs> Clemson times – four Clemson times five something like that it's got to be and I uh if he had trouble dealing with uh whatever the guy's name uh Stacy from Greenville or whatever how is he going to uh deal with it at Alabama when he doesn't win a national championship when listen at Clemson at least you're expected to win ACC championships year in year out it is what it is you're expected to be in the CFP you know every two or three years or so that's not the case at Alabama. Alabama is national championship or bust every single year. And Forrest Dawson jumps in and in all caps, he says, it's all, all caps, all about the money. You've been saying that for a while now, uh, Mr. Dawson, and you are absolutely right. Uh, it is all about the money. Uh, I, I just, I think with the NIL, with the transfer portal, with all that stuff going on, I, I just don't know how much you know, Nick Saban's still a relatively young man. I mean, listen, I know all kids who are listening, you hear 72 years old and you think, oh my God, that guy's over the hill and he's done. Listen, our president is 76, 77, even though that's not really a great example. Uh, the, the former president that was right before him in his seventies too. So listen, life continues into your seventies. Uh, it, and like I said, Nick Saban, just being a young, uh, he looks younger. I mean, he, is, I guarantee you he's in better shape than I am. Heck, uh, Pete Carroll in his 70s also, uh, and I think he's got more energy than a lot of 25-year-olds I know. A lot of coaching uh, – several coaching, several more coaching years left in him too. But, Mr. Dawson, I think it's that you're right. It is about the money, and I just think going back to Roy for a minute, I just don't think he wanted to deal with it. And I – the times I've seen him, he seems relaxed. He seems like he's having a lot of fun, playing a lot of golf. 
uh, spending time with his wife. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do in your retirement years. You shouldn't be, you know, high stress all the time. Uh, like Nick Saban goes through, like Roy went through, like Pete Carroll's going, went through, it may, isn't there a time when you hit your seventies and heck even your sixties, hell, I'm only in my mid fifties. I'll be 55 tomorrow. That's right. It's my birthday. You've still got one more shopping day before my birthday tomorrow, guys. But, uh, listen, enjoy your time. I mean, and if it, enjoying your time is being, you know, in that, uh, what that oven or whatever of high stress, then do that. But, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy for Nick Saban. I hope he does follow the Roy Williams path of, uh, really enjoying his retirement, you know, however many years he's got left. And I hope it's 20, 25, 30 years, whatever Nick Saban wants. Uh, I hope he enjoys it. And, uh, again, just shocking news. Uh, Keith King. I, yeah. Dabo to me is a natural guy. I wonder how much they're going to throw at him to uh, get him to come there. Or if maybe they have somebody else in mind. I know, uh, again, I listened to a lot of ESPN Fox sports content yesterday when all this news came down. And even last night I was up a little bit last night and I was listening to some of it. And I mean, there are just names all over the place being thrown out there. But to me, Dabo Sweeney, Ken, uh, Clemson, the, the natural person to, uh, to go in to that spot that is for sure um okay there's that hey brandon mlk brandon ingram mlk showcase i'll tell you what we'll save all that for the second hour so stay with us uh from now into our second hour the main thing you do need to know is that uh goldsboro and kinston will be the last game of the day um uh, hold on uh and then uh, yeah, we'll give you the complete schedule, like I said, in the second hour. Uh, but just know, six games beginning at noon, $20 to get in, all kinds of great things. There's going to be some great 50-50s going on out there. They're going to be uh, your opportunity to buy some great uh, Brandon Ingram gear. So uh, take advantage of that, too. Uh, okay. Uh, man, uh, more weather coming in tomorrow uh, on Friday, and it has rearranged schedules just like uh, Tuesday's uh, prep schedules did. And the biggest one in our neck of the woods that you need to know about is uh, Kinston was supposed to be at home against South Lenore on Friday night. Nope, that game has been moved too. It is going to be uh, tonight. Uh, South Lenore is going to be at Kinston tonight. So uh, get your schedule ready, get everything ready. Uh, that's going to be a heck of a game out there tonight. What that hurts, though, it's a it's a good news, bad news kind of thing, and more bad news. I got to hang out with Matt Grantham last night up in the uh, Crow's Nest. Uh, Jason and I did. Uh, just talking to him, uh, the LCC basketball coach who was uh, on the show yesterday. It was our big interview yesterday. And unfortunately, uh, with <laughs> South Lenore being uh, uh, with South Lenore playing at Kenston tonight, I think it's going to take some fans away from LCC. It's definitely going to take me away. I've got to be on the mic tonight at uh, at North or at uh, Kenston. And I hate it because I was really looking forward to seeing uh, the uh, Lancers. Still, a ton of great things are going to be going on out there at uh, the Sportatorium on the campus of Lenore Community College uh, tonight. If you're not going to the South Lenore at Kinston game, then please go to the LCC game and uh, support the Lancers. There's going to be a lot of great things going on out there. Uh, they've got a national anthem singer. They've got a DJ that's going to be out there tonight. They're going to be a, there's going to be a t-shirt giveaway, all kinds of great things with it being the first week of, uh, of, uh, the, the Lancers returning to action. And again, just breaks my heart. Hell, we talked for 25 minutes to, uh, coach Grantham yesterday about them taking on wake tech tonight, and I'm not going to be able to be out there. I'm going to do my best to be out there Sunday though, for, uh, they take on the number two team in the country, Davidson Davy. That game is at 2 o'clock on Sunday. But please, uh, if you're not going to South Lenore at Kinston tonight, then uh, please make it a point to uh, try to get out there to uh, LCC tonight. Lots of great basketball going on right here in Kinston and Lenore County, so get out there and support them. How about the ECU men's basketball team last night? They've now won two in a row. Big win at Temple in Philadelphia. Uh, uh, in Philadelphia last night, and ECU comes away with a win, 73-62. to They're at home versus SMU on Saturday at 4 o'clock. ECU women's basketball, uh, they uh, had won seven of their previous eight games 
uh, the only loss being against number one South Carolina, but they lost at home against UAB last night, 73-64. to They go to New Orleans to take on uh, Tulane Saturday at 3. Busy slate of games last night in the ACC. Uh, number seven, Carolina. They're the last undefeated team in the ACC right now, or in league play anyway. Uh, they improved to 12-3 and overall, 4-0 in the league uh, with an easy win in Raleigh last night against NC State, 67-54. to uh, The Wolfies fall to 11-4 overall, 3-1 in the conference. And uh, congratulations to my Carolina friends. I know they are all giddy. Sorry, Mr. Clemens, about your Wolfpack. Uh, last night's other ACC results included uh, number 21, Clemson, losing at Virginia Tech, 87-72. How about Louisville? As bad a season as they had last year, they win their first ACC game last night in Miami, one of last year's final four teams. Uh, they win last night, and then Boston College lost at Syracuse. Uh, the league is off. Uh, the ACC is off today and tomorrow. They'll be back Saturday and Sunday with a full schedule. Let's get you caught up on uh, last night's uh, prep results. Kenston, like I said, they split last night with Southwest Onslow. The boys won 64-50 in a game that uh, they controlled throughout, but it kind of got a little sketchy. Jason, after you left last night, uh, Southwest Onslow got it back down to eight points uh, with about a minute and a half left, but uh, Kenston scored the last six points of the game to win that game 64-50. They are now a 10-2 overall, 3-0. And the East Central 2A, the Kinston girls lost, though, to undefeated Southwest Onslow. 50-31 to 31 actually led that game late until late in the first quarter. But, uh, man, Southwest Onslow went on a 17-2 to two run, wrapped that game up. And like I said, Kinston is at home tonight versus South Lenore in uh, games that were moved from tomorrow night to tonight. North Lenore uh, was swept last night. Uh, they lose uh, bu- 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 52 to 40 last night. The girls also lost 39 to 34. That was against Wallace Rose Hill. They are off until Tuesday when they travel to James Keenan. South Lenore, I had not got the results from that. And uh, Coach Earp messaged me to let me know. Uh, they lost to James Keenan last night. Uh, he didn't give me the final score. He said, due to various reasons, we were missing five players from our team with four of them being starters. Goodness gracious. We went into the game severely outmatched due to us having to rely heavily on the depth of our team. Yes, I'm just reading this straight from the uh, <laughs> from uh, the text message that he sent me here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, he said his team responded well and still found a way to score 48 points in the end. It wasn't enough to match James Keenan. said they go on the road, of course, today. They'll take on Kenston High. Go Devils. Go Devils indeed. Thank you, Coach Earp, for uh, that update from the boys. Still don't know what the girls did last night. But I'll tell you what, we need to get uh, our good friend uh, Wells Gulledge up here on the line with us. We will go ahead and do that right now as we catch up. Herod Academy, they lost at home. The boys lost. Uh, do not know about the girls' game. Uh, the boys are now 3-8, and eight, uh, and they are at home. They're scheduled to be at home against Wayne Country Day on Friday, tomorrow night, but we don't know what that deal is. And, and that is our uh, Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week here on uh, 960betonthebull.com. But as we get updates on that, we'll let you know about that. Uh, okay, I tell you what, let me tell you about uh, Lenore Community College for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives lcc's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable accessible and innovative educational programs lcc has its main campus right here in kenston at 231 highway 58 south but it also has satellite campuses in green county and jones county call lcc at 252-527-6223 visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you to Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And as we uh, promised you a few minutes ago, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, just, uh, Coach, I don't even try to hide it. I mean, one of my favorite coaches of all time in my 32 years of covering prep sports throughout the state of North Carolina. He, he used to be with us here in Kenson, and then he, then he decided, you know what, it's time for some beach time. Let's head down to uh, the beach. He's uh, been the coach of uh, the uh, Wilmington Ashley Screaming Eagle since the 2017-2018 uh, season, but you will be able to see him Saturday out at Kenson High School for the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase. 
It's our good friend Wells Golich joining us here on the Brian Hanks Show. How are you doing this morning, Coach? Well, you sure do get up early, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I do, sir. I do. <laughs> well, listen, man. Good morning, and uh, congratulations to you and and Linda on the on the marriage. And um, I know you guys are just. Um, Smiling from ear to ear. I bet you've been smiling for about a couple <laughs> weeks now, huh? Well, I have been. Now she, here's what's funny. You'll get a kick out of this, Coach. Uh, you know, we had the wedding on uh, Saturday, December 30th. I mean, we were on a cruise ship uh, less than 24 hours later sailing out of Baltimore, okay? And my poor new bride, my newlywed bride, my new wife was sick the entire trip. No joke. Got started feeling better about uh, the last day of the cruise. But she was pretty much laid up the entire time. I mean, I you talk about feeling sorry for somebody. She was just uh, not well. We had a couple. My brother was sick at the wedding. Hey, be glad you didn't come because it was like, uh, and I've had a couple other people tell me too that I think we were like, uh, what do they call it? One of those, uh, uh, not breeding events, but uh, disease breeding events where everybody got sick when they went to it. So, a super spread. Super that, spread. Ding, ding, ding. That's it exactly. It was a super spreading event at the, the Hanks Whittington wedding. And uh, uh, you lucked out by having a game that day, I guess, Coach, because, uh, poor, like I said, Portland. Dude, in my uh, defense, I've been well. I I was I had bronchitis over the summer, and I, uh, I've i been doing pretty good since then, but poor Linda's been sick. All my friends, of course, have told me, Coach, and you're not going to be mean enough to say this, but they were all like, you know, uh, she probably realized what happened, what the, the, the decision she made, and <laughs> <laughs> and that's what knocked her oh, under the no, weather. Man, but I hope they had some – I hope, hey, there's two things that probably happened. Either, either they had a – casino on the boat and you were able to spend some time there and, and win some rent money or you were over there with your old tail doing shuffleboard so i'm sure you kept yourself <laughs> i stayed away from the shuffleboard but yeah coach you're absolutely right i spent uh i spent a lot of time in the casino i'm, I'm getting pretty good at texas hold'em coach <laughs> look but it's i tell you what it's just it's fun i'm sorry to hear that that um, she wasn't feeling well because i tell you it's it's just really, it's going through teams. It's going through schoolhouses right now. And, um, yeah, knock on wood, I've, I've been healthy all year and that's a blessing. And so, um, you know, we're just, we're just cranking them out each, each week. I can't even tell you what day it is. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest with you right now, we're, you know, everybody's playing. You have exams. Um, we have exams, teacher made exams today and then, Next week we have uh, EOCs from the state. Um, and that time of the year, everybody's just uh, running around and, and trying to figure out exactly what day it is, you know, because all the times are changing for classes. And it's just a, it's a nightmare time of the year, especially for, for, for teens right now. So we're just trying to figure it all out, write it down, put it in our calendars, put it in our phones. and But we will be. We will be in Kinston on Saturday. Can that? I know. I know that day. Oh, I'm telling you, man, I cannot wait. Uh, it's the second game of the day of the uh, 2024 Brandon Ingram Annual MLK Showcase, the Wilmington Ashley Screaming Eagle. And coach, I don't want to forget this. So I'm going to. Hey, uh, you know your boy over here doesn't have any Screaming Eagle gear, okay? I, I need something, okay? In a in a, a nice tidy two. I've lost some weight, but I'm still comfortably wearing two X shirts. So. Uh, you got something over there that you can uh, bring to your boy uh, this weekend. If I can find, let me see if I can find something that's got that many threads in it. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, I, got, I need me some Screaming Eagle gear, okay? You got it, buddy. Um, we'll, I'll work on that this week for sure. I'll, I'll work like on that. I'll but it's a quick turnaround for everybody, I think, this week. Um, you know, just speaking with Perry, trying to get everything together with Coach Tindall him and um, I, I can imagine that, that Donald's running around just trying to get everything together because, you know, we know the process of setting events up and, um, it's, it's good to, to put those things on. It's good to see them come. And sometimes it's good to see those things go. If you put your heart and soul in it, which, which the England family in Kenson high school has done. And, um, it's just, you know, the way they're doing it now is bringing back some, um, 
you know, some old Kinston heads that have <laughs> that have been there before. And it's just, I'll be honest with you, I look forward to this every year just so I can see, um, I can see catch up with, with Perry and uh, Croom over at Goldsboro, uh, Chris McDonald, George Stackhouse. You know, and the list probably goes a little bit deeper than that. It's just a, a fun time for us other than the summertime to, to get together and watch one another's teams play and uh, just have a fun day of basketball at, at Brandon Brandon's event. You have quite the – and, again, that voice list, too, of course. You're, if you're from Kenston, you know it. It is uh, Wells Golish joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And, and you're always the king of the segue. I've told you that for years. I mean, you, you always lead to the next natural question. And how special is it to you, Coach? I mean, you have quite the extensive coaching tree, and two of those coaches will be here. Well, heck, when you look at assistant coaches and stuff on all these programs, too, it goes even deeper, but – in fact, Coach Croom is following you here on the show. As soon as I hang up with you, I'll be calling him and uh, talking to him this morning, Coach. Uh, what does it mean to you? And, and I still think of well, – I got to tell you, Coach, you should, I hope you get a kick out of this. When I think about Wells Gullage, I still think about that fresh face, you know, wonder kid uh, when I first got here to Kinston and, you know, who was the, the bright, young, you know, coach that was coming up in the ranks and uh, – You've been doing it for a while now, Coach. You're not that you, – you're not that – you know, there's some gray in the beard now. There's some gray in the head now. Uh, how proud are you of all these coaches that you have helped nurture through the years, Coach, just at, at all levels, at high school, at the uh, at the college level, players playing in the NBA, continuing to play in the NBA. That, that's got to put a smile on your face when you think about your coaching tree, about the guys who have played for you, and the opportunity to see some of those guys this coming Saturday. Honestly, it's um, it really it does make you feel old for sure to see these guys out there stomping on the sidelines. But it 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 makes me proud to to be able to see um, these guys giving back to to what they love. Um, and I always, you know, Perry and I both uh, would always preach, you know. If you find something that you love to do, you never work a day in your life. Um, now it may be long hours, but I enjoy it all. And um, just to see those guys peacocking up and down that sideline, <laughs> just um, you, you hope that you had just a little bit of a an influence on their lives, and um, you know, not just the guys on the sideline too. It's it's all of them that you know, you keep in touch with and uh, you'll get a text here and there from some of the guys and, and it's, you know, that that's what makes it important. It's not just what goes on um, during the seasons or winning or um, championships and things like that because all that stuff gathers dust, right? So um, it's about relationships and, and um, watching these guys grow up and have families and um, that's what I guess that's the proudest thing. But in the game of basketball, when you can look around and see some of the guys that that uh, came 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 with you through the program, and you had an opportunity to coach when they call and they start throwing things out, and you start uh, talking the game, and you can really and they understand it just as good as you, or even maybe even better. Um, that's the fun part. <laughs> That is awesome. Uh, that, again, that voice you listen to is Wells Gullage here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. We're talking about the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase. That'll be taking place this Saturday. He plays in the second game. His team, the Wilmington Ashley Screaming Eagle, takes place or uh, plays in the second game of the day when you'll be taking on St. Paul's. What do you know about St. Paul's, Coach? I know we're probably going to need Brandon and uh, Reggie to, <laughs> to, to suit up in an Eagles jersey. <laughs> uh, no, I – you know, Corey, Corey has some ties to, to Kinston as well. Um, Corey Thompson, the coach at um, St. Paul's. I don't know if you knew this, but um, he's kin to the Shackelford family. So he has some ties with Charles's family and the Shackelford family there. Okay. Uh, Skeet Jarrell Moten, um, who who was at Kinston and, and played um, some JV at, at Kinston and 
actually made the varsity team. But, um, you know, he has Kinston, Kinston ties. So he's, you know, he's coming in and, and he has family ties there. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people in his corner. But his son is playing. Um, he's about six 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 seven, And, I mean, he's a grown man. And uh, Corey played at UNC Pembroke. And so there's a there's a family gene there that, um, you know, we're going to we're going to have our hands full. Um, and we know that, but, you know, turn it around with a storm this week and, and we had texts back and forth. Glad everybody, uh, fared, very, very, fared well through that. Um, so, you know, we play last night, get today off and then you, you, we've got a, you know, our inner county rival be packed house against Hager on Friday night and get on the bus and, um, head up to Kinston. So everybody's in a quick turnaround time. So it'll probably be three games in four days. So um, you'll probably see some zone being played up <laughs> up there in, uh, in, in that gym. And and uh, be honest with you, it's just, um, like I said, I'm, I'm elated to be coming back. And I'm elated that Brandon and his family give back to the community through this event that that we can kind of come home and have a little bit of a homecoming. So whether Brandon comes or not, whether he's off, I mean, we were very blessed to have him there uh, last year. Um, just depends on his scheduling. But for Mr. Donald and Joanne to, to still contribute to, to the school and Brandon, uh, it means a lot to me to see them getting back that way. That is awesome. Again, that voice you're listening to is Wells Gulledge, head basketball coach at uh, Ashley High School. You know, and I've had you on here several times, uh, you know, since we've been doing the show. By the way, Coach, today is our 999th episode. Tomorrow's our number 1,000. So uh, how about all? How about that, Coach? But uh, we've hey, had- man, congratulations <laughs> to that. That's a lot of talking. Hey, you know me. I don't have trouble talking at all, Coach. But, uh, you know, we've had you on several times in our 999 episodes, and one of the questions I've never asked you before is just give us a like a like give us the heartbeat of Wilmington basketball. I mean, of course, with you being at Ashley, I mean, of course, we're very familiar with New Hanover here in Kinston with, uh, you know, you started it and Perry has continued it where we play New Hanover either in Wilmington or here pretty much once a year or so. And uh, and then you added you were talking about Hogger too. Hey, tell us a little bit. Let people here in Kensington and North County know what it's like uh, that that heartbeat of basketball down in Wilmington, Coach. Listen, it's 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 a tough league um, where we are, especially the four schools in Wilmington are, are are really really tough. You know, in the north you have Laney, which you know, that, that <laughs> I've heard of that school no before. <laughs> <laughs> that school really needs no introduction there. Um, you know. With, with Michael's ties and then um, you know downtown um, is is New Hanover uh, which is sitting at number one in the 4A East Laney I think is number two in the 4A East or in the top five wow. um, then you have Hoggard which is Midtown um, they're in the top ten of the 4A East um, and then Ashley's the newest school we're down towards Carolina Beach um, we're really the the most southern part of the county, um, and you know what? It's it's a it's a bloodbath league, and you got to be ready. You know, each and every night, and um, you know we're working hard, and you know our our kids work a lot on the beach and get paid a lot of money to push and get chairs out during the summertime, and you know the heat of the heat of the uh, summer months, and you know, a lot of our guys, where you'll see at other schools where, you know, you may have six or eight kids that are playing AU year-round that are very, very committed to to the game and to, to what they want to do. Um, you know, we have a lot of kids that, you know what, they're, they're working and, um, you know, trying to buy – trying to get a vehicle and, and graduate and, and move on and possibly go to college or, you know, they may, they may be a deckhand on a boat down here. So, you know, it's a, it's a different, it's a totally different dynamic. Um, the big, the biggest adjustment is this, if the waves are, the waves are over about three or four feet, um, 
I'm having to run around trying to find somebody because <laughs> everybody's jumping on the surfboard headed somewhere. Wow. <laughs> quite quite the difference from coaching at Kinston High School, right, sir? Oh, man. I tell you what. <laughs> Look, we had, we had some – and our kids play hard. Listen, don't get me wrong. Oh, I saw I them. I've seen them a good few times, Coach, yes. You know, the kids play – they play hard, and we do um, – we're, we're in games, and we're just trying to finish them off right now. Um, we have eight losses this year, and every one of our losses has come from uh, – everyone has come from a team in the top 15 um, in match prep. So, you know, we're able to clip Croatan. They were undefeated, and we went up to Croatan last week, and we're able to beat them, gave them their first loss. So, you know, there is some, there is some good with us. We just don't go very deep. But, um, you know, when we can have our six-man rotation and, and burn a few timeouts to rest some guys, you know, we can be competitive. So that's that's the part I really enjoy about it. It is a chess match for sure. Or it's like uh, like a puppeteer master. You know, sometimes yeah. our coaches were just sitting there like, guys, we've, we've, got, we've got them on the strings tonight. <laughs> so um, a lot of fun still a lot of fun i'm having a great time and i'm happy and uh you know kids are growing up and it's a wonderful place to 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 raise your children and and be close to something to uh kind of relax your soul a little bit well like i said everybody remembers you from uh, loves you and remembers you from your time here in kenson they know your heart is in this thing 100%. Well, what are you hoping to – again, you know, we're talking about Saturday's game. You've got a game, like you said, against Crosstown, Crosstown rival Hoggard tomorrow night before you even get on the bus and head up here. And if I'm looking at that right, you all play about 7.30 on uh, on Friday night against Hoggard, 7.30-ish, I guess, or so, somewhere in that neck of the woods. And then you'll turn around and play, what, if I'm doing my math right here, what you, you'll be start? I mean, be the tip for the game will be less than eighteen hours later. You'll be taking on a, like you said, a very good St. Paul's team. How do you get your guys ready for that that fast of a turnaround, Coach? You call Steve Lovick and Christina Lovick and have them <laughs> have them. We're coming to town and and have them uh, cook something really really nice that to give us some some jet fuel for the one thirty tip off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You look, our kids love coming to Lubbock, and when I get off the phone, I do. I've got to call Steve and, and uh, Christina and see if, if they'll be available because they, they normally cater us something when we come up there. And, um, you know, you just hydrate the mess out of them afterwards because that game is such a big game and such an inter-county rival that um, Hoggers the closest school to us. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of love-hate relationship there. Um, and and Brett does a great job with his kids, and you know, it's just a it's a big time basketball atmosphere um, there at that Sheila Bowles gym, and uh, it's a newer gym, and it'll be packed out on Friday night. So, a lot of emotions our kids are going to go through, um, but we just got to have to make sure that they are healthy and uh, hydrated, and and get on that old bus and and head on up to the place I love, which is Kinston, because uh, there's no place like Kinston. Um, love that place, and I always will. Well, I can tell you this, Coach. Uh, it, it loves you right back, and uh, you know that. I hope we've shown you that through the years and the times that you have returned here, Coach. Uh, I tell you what, we're going to let you go here with this, but I, you got to tell and i got Jason Bryant now here in studio with me right now, too, What's Coach. Up, Bubba? Oh, bless your soul. What's up, buddy? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Ready, hey, buddy. Ready to see you Saturday, hey. man. Is Bakeman coming with you? I know Connor's looking forward to it if he's coming. Yes. Yes. He, he, he's rocking and rolling up there with us on Saturday. I know Connor Man's ready. Um, but he's, he's got his arm in a big old cast again. I think it, I can't remember. Was it last year he had a foot cast on or, man, he had a, he yeah. had a break middle school right now he's been playing really well this year really missed the last two games because of a yeah got trip threw his arm down but he'll have his big old pink cast on all the <laughs> way up to his shoulder and uh <laughs> um i was just uh, looking forward to seeing all y'all I, I was reflecting whenever i was listening to you talking about coming back and like almost like a family reunion and 
um, it made me think about the uh, the our kids, Wells, right, and how young they were when you guys left. And it's like they really don't know each other, but once a year, I mean, they just pick up right where they left off, and that's pretty that's pretty damn special, in my opinion. Hey, isn't it amazing how how kids just well, number one, they can remember one another to where with us we have to write names down now, right? Yeah. <laughs> But it's just, man, it is. It's such a blessing, and and um, you know, to your family, the Hill family, Coach Hill, Miss Gina, you and your wife, and what 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 she allows to be put on in between those doors, you know. That's, uh, Kellen, Kellen's a big part of it. She stays there all day, and you do too. So um, it's just a man. You know what? Life is is so short, and you know everybody's worried about hanging banners and putting things. But, you know, the older you get, it's the, it's the ones that are running around in that gym that are the future. Those are the ones that when you can see kids just running around and having a good time. Because my son talks about going back. Oh, we're going back to Kenson. Oh, we're going back to Kenson. So um, it is. It's a special time for for us because we're so tied to that place. Yeah. I tell you what, we can't wait to see you, Coach. I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, Coach Kroom, we'll be calling him here literally when we hang up with you. Uh, we're going to be calling him. What what message would you like me to send uh, Coach Jamal Kroom, Coach? Well, number one, Kroom ain't out of the bed yet. Kroom's <laughs> <laughs> hey, always the one you got to wake up. He'd sleep in. And uh, I'm surprised you even got him on for 10 a.m. But, no, that just um, – Tell Kroom how proud I am of him. And, you know, Goldsboro's not an easy job. You know, it's kind of like a, a, a Kinston job. There's a lot of tradition there. Um, there's a lot of high expectations there and a lot of pressure. And I think he stepped into to taking Goldsboro and, and uh, keeping it on pace with their tradition. And, and uh, I'm just so proud of him. Um, you know what? Maybe one day you get him – Get him back in the in, in in the Lenore County in in some way, shape, or form because he's just a, what a super person, man. I enjoyed the person he is and the coach that he is, and um, I'm, I'm super happy to see him being successful at Goldsboro. Very good. Listen, Coach Wells Golage, uh, listen, dude. Can't wait to see you on uh, Saturday. Like you said, like Jason said, it, it is a family reunion kind of feel. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see Baker. And uh, is uh, your bride, who just had her birthday a couple of days ago, is she going to be there? Buddy, listen, um, no. Okay. <laughs> and she and both Brinkley and Dawn are pretty bummed about it, but Brinkley has some on-camera stuff going on down here um, in the Port City, and uh, it's big in the film industry, you know. So she has a, a – a thing that she's got going on and so Dawn's going to have to take her back and forth to that on on Saturday but um they'll be tuning in in some way shape or form on huddle or or whichever platform it's on for sure well like I said uh, please tell we wished her happy birthday here on the show a couple of days ago but tell her we said happy birthday and we can't wait to see you on Saturday and uh and Baker dude you got it buddy Jason we'll see you soon brother okay bud safe travels okay buddy there All right, go. guys. Thank you. That's Wells Gullage, uh, Wilmington Ashley. We are going to get uh, Coach Kroom. He, I told uh, you'll you'll enjoy this. I said he asked, "Do I call in?" And I said, "No, I'll call you." I know this is going to surprise you, but Wells is going a little long. Yeah, <laughs> not much of a surprise, right? No, it's not. Jason Bryant What's joining up, us here live in the studios. We get uh, Coach Kroom up here on the air with us. Um, man, what a what an environment last night. Dude yeah. at uh, Kenston so High got School. Got a little, little. It got down to eight points with a minute and a half left. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't really where you know where you were concerned they yeah. were going to lose this game, but dude, that was a twenty-point game yeah. that uh, Southwest got it was down when to eight I left. Points. Yeah, when you left because you were like, "Hey, I third left at quarter. the end of third quarter." Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, joining us on the line right now is uh, one of uh, Kenston's proud sons. Yeah, he's over, uh, you know, in Goldsboro now. He's a Cougars head coach and all that. But we still, hey, we still claim you as ours. Okay, Coach Kroom, it's Jamal Kroom from Goldsboro High School. How you doing, dude? I'm doing all right. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing good. As I just texted you, uh, I know that you're shocked. I know you're going to be shocked, Coach Kroom. 
But Coach Golich went a little bit long, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the guy wanted his little talking move. <laughs> I'm telling you. On the line, like I said, uh, Goldsboro head basketball coach Jamal Kroom, a proud Kenston High alum and a guy that had uh, many highlights when he was running up and down the court and leading the Kenston Vikings back in the mid-2000s. And first off, I've got to ask you that, Coach, and you've done some great things at uh, Goldsboro High School, but uh, how much fun is it? What, what kind of feelings, what kind of emotions goes through Jamal Kroom when he – you know, walks through that tunnel at Kenston High School, that tunnel you ran out many, many times in your life. But as a as an opposing coach, what's that like for you, Coach Kroon? Uh, it's just mixed emotions. Um, you know, it's a sense of excitement. I just reminisce on the times, you know, the good times I had at uh, Kenston High playing at, playing at Kenston High, you know, wearing that, uh, that uniform. You know, but then, you know, here, you know, 2024, you know, coming – Back to, you know, face, you know, somewhere where I, you know, put a lot of time in it. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of mixed emotions going through through my mind, you know, but I still got to prepare, you know, my players for it because they're just excited as I am. So, you know, it's always a privilege when you get an opportunity to come back home, and, you know, uh, step on that floor again. Man, I had so much fun. And this is Jason Bryant, by the way. Sorry, Brian. Brian didn't introduce me to you, so <laughs> sorry, um, Coach. But uh, this event means so much to us and and Kenston High School and the community. And um, the game last year between you guys and Kenston was epic, in my opinion. I'd, I I would have paid big money to watch watch that over and over again if we could do it every week. But just talk about well, that, and I'm glad y'all are cemented in this to play Kenston. But just tell me a little bit about what you see on film from Kenston this year, and just tell us a little bit about what your team looks like this year. Uh, we're kind of similar. Uh, you know, I got a few guys that, uh, you know, played last year, and they've been in big moments. And then, you know, on the other side, Kenston High School, you know, they're young. And, uh <clears throat> You know, they're, they're young, they're energetic, uh, they seem to, you know, play really fast. And, uh, you know, I know they're, they're, they're two freshmen are pretty, pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's going, it's, it's, uh, looking like it's going to be an exciting game. You know what I'm saying? Cause we're similar, you know, where we like to get up and down and we like to press and get after it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm interested to see how, you know, my guys are responding, but I'm also excited just for the kids because, you know, whenever, uh, Kansas High School and goes to a place, you know, it's just it's, it's it's magic. So I look forward to it. You're kind of on the raw end of the deal here. If you're gonna play Kenston every year, I guess you're gonna have to play at Kenston. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's looking like, man. <laughs> I, I, I love I love to get Kenston back in the Cougar Den, but you know we'll we'll work on that. But you know, uh, I mean, I'm just excited, man. I'm just more excited for the kids, man. That's all they've been talking about. You know, uh, pretty much when I put the schedule out, you know, everybody's circling on their schedule, so you know, our fans are ready um, I know Kenton fans are ready so, you know, I just look forward to seeing a good game Absolutely, and I can tell you, like you said, I can tell you everybody around here is uh, pumped up about this. Uh, do tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Jason, ask you, I am going to get you to expound a little bit, so you know, well, we, we need a scouting report here, Coach Kroom, uh, all these Kenton fans that are listening to the show right now. Tell us a little bit about your team this year, Coach. Um, well, you know, like I said, you know, I got a, uh, a few veterans, a few guys that are stepping up in bigger roles. Um, you know, we're, we're a pretty nice-sized team as far as, you know, uh, got a few guys that are 6'5 and up, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, um, got a few good guards. But we're young, man, like as far as the guys that are moving up. You know, I got a few guys that's their first time playing in the uh, Goldsburg uniform. So, you know, all of this is a learning experience for them because um, they've never been in those moments. You know, if you've never been in those moments, you don't know what's inside you until you put in those moments. So, you know, I'm just interested to see how they're going to respond to the, the crowd, the atmosphere, playing on their, their legendary floor. You know what I'm saying? So that's it, man. We're, we're, we're good, you know. we got we're, we're, we're good across the board, so it should be interesting. When you look at high school, and I, of course, I'm going to take the historical perspective again here with you, uh, Coach Kroom. But when you look at the, in eastern North Carolina, 
I mean, there are some programs that stand out. Of course, Kinston, your alma mater, where you're going to be on Saturday night. Goldsboro, of course. I mean, one of the just traditional powerhouses in eastern North Carolina over the past few years. Farmville Central, we have to throw them in there with what they've done over the past few years, too. But there are very few people, Coach Kroom, that can say, you know what, I played for one of these historic programs, I coached for the other. Compare and contrast what being at, at Goldsboro is like as – when at your time when you were in Kenson as a player, coach? Uh it's similar as far as when it comes to the, the pride, man. You know, these uh you know, of course in Kenson, you know, the pride is there, you know, the expectation is, you know, to win and uh every year, you know, you know, coaches are expected to have the guys prepared and, you know, playing at Kenson brand of basketball. So, you know, like over here, it's kind of similar, you know what I mean, because the expectation is there, like, you know, uh, every day, you know what I'm saying, pretty much and when I'm in the community, I get asked the question, how are boys going to look this year, coach? You got to get them ready. I'm ready to come, you know, see them, see them play. And, you know, I got we got our Goldsboro faithfuls that are, uh, you know, they come. Die hard, you know what I'm saying? Rain, sleet, or snow. I don't care if we travel to Winston-Salem. Or we're vulnerable, like they're they're coming no matter what. So you know, just not having it in the back of my mind. You know, I always you know let the guys know that you're not just playing for yourself. You're playing for something bigger than you. And it's the same thing with Kenton. You know, we knew that when I was in high school, we knew that you know the guys behind us were the guys before us and behind us are looking. You know, what I'm saying they're paying attention. So we not only uh, put the jersey on for ourselves, we put it on for the community. We put it on for the guys that kind of paid the way for us uh, and the guys that were coming, that were looking at us. So, you know, we made sure that we played a certain type of way. We conducted ourselves a type of way, a certain type of way. And, you know, it's, 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 it's similar. How You know, you were talking about how your guys have had this date circled, uh, the last game of the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase on Saturday. But before that, you've got to take on a very good betting field team. Uh, I don't know if you guys have rescheduled that or if you're still going to be playing them on Friday night. But uh, how do you personally keep your focus on, uh, like I said, a very good Bruins team from Bettingfield before going into Kenston? How do you uh, keep your guys, uh, their attention on the Bruins? Um, we just one game at a time. You know, we, not, we try not to look too far ahead, even though it's, it's, it's easy, easier said than done. But, you know, uh, it's a you know, tough, tough way to come in somewhere, an atmosphere like Kenston, you know, uh, coming in disappointment, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the biggest thing is just coming in. When we come in, you know, we got our peace of mind that we took care of business the night before, you know, and um, no matter what, you know, what type of energy we're going to have to exert, you know, it, it is what it is. It's part of the game, you know, back-to-back nights. We just got to get it done. And um, we don't make any excuses because we've been doing it all year as far as, you know, playing back-to-back. Uh, and we played, we had a stretch where we, you know, went down our only two losses came from back-to-back nights, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we had to exert a lot of energy both nights. So, you know, just preparing them, you know what I mean? And, um, of course, as a coach, I don't want to do it, but, you know, that's how, it, how, how it's dealt with to us, so we just got to deal with it, you know. So, we're not going to complain. Before we get you – sorry, I had my mic down. I was eating a biscuit, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> um, before – uh, we get out of here with you. Just, um, <clears throat> what does your day look like Saturday? Like, what what time y'all coming over? Uh, what's your plans? Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I I got a little tradition that I do. I always go, and, you know, take care of myself. I get my hair cut night to day, or the, the, the day of well, being that I came is on a Saturday, I probably go see my barber in Kansas, <laughs> and um, I'll you know come back and you know we'll have our little uh daily thing that we have before games with, with my players, you know, as far as, you know, getting them prepared and getting them mentally prepared. And, um, you know, we should head over there. Uh, it's a few good games, so we might get over there, uh, I'll say about 5 o'clock, maybe 4.30, 5 o'clock. So we'll get, we'll get in the building around that time. 
Well, very good. Well, listen, we'll leave you with this. Uh, again, Coach Jamal Kroom joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, I had Coach Gulledge. I asked him about you, and uh, at first he said, I can't believe he's not – I can't believe he's up before 10 a.m. He was joking about that, of course. But uh, he just wanted you to know how proud he is of you and of the success that you have had at Goldsboro High School. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity for posterity here since this will be up on SoundCloud later when we get through with the show and – on replays and everything, what was it like playing for uh, Coach Gulledge and uh, being a part of his program, Coach? It was great. It was some of the best times of my life. I mean, he, you know, coming in, you know, I was on the first team that uh, he ever coached at Kempton. And uh, this is the things that he just installed in us. Uh, he's a good guy. I mean, he's a good man. He was more, it was, he was just telling me and my teammates about life after basketball and, you know, things beyond basketball and, you know, everything that he uh, showed us and put in us, you know, while I was playing at Kenton under him, you know, I carry with me to, to this day, you know what I'm saying? So he was a instrumental part of my life as far as, you know, just teaching me certain things about how to be, you know, a man and stuff like that. So, you know, he's a, he, every time I get a chance to talk to him, it's always a good time to reminisce on you know, the good times and the bad times they uh because, you know, we you know, just like uh you know, your 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 media family, you know, when you are with your basketball uh teams and coaches and stuff like that, it's a family. So, you know, you're gonna go through things and you know, I just took those things with me and I uh carried with me to this day. So, um, he's a good man, I'm proud of him too, you know, with all his accomplishments and uh He's very deserving of everything that he's uh, got in his life because, uh, you know, I'm a very good judge of character, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, when I was young, you know, coming from Kenton, you know, we, we tend to be standoffish and we try to read people. And immediately when he stepped through the door and his first conversation with my new, I said, man, he's a good guy, man. And I'm just giving my undivided attention, you know, you know, look where I'm at now. There you go. Listen, uh, Coach Jamal Kroom, final game of Saturday's uh, Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase, Goldsboro versus Kansas. And I can tell you, over in our uh, over here, Coach, and you know the deal, we can't wait for it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning here on the show, sir. No problem, man. Thank you for having me. There you go. That's Coach Jamal Kroom as we're wrapping up our first hour. Thank you so much to him, to Wells Gulledge, to uh, my dear friend Jason Bryant here as we wrap up the first hour of the second hour coming up right now.